Pete yeah. Dunn wins, and all of a sudden, Walter comes. This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk for Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Yes, that's right, folks. This is still a thing. You are listening to Marking Out 415 Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. You can listen to this and all past episodes at MarkingOut.com. If you listen on any sort of podcasting applications, you can uh, rate, review, and subscribe us. I'm talking about Google Play. I'm talking about iTunes. I'm talking about Stitcher Radio. So please do that for us. We really appreciate it because the last... Uh, rate, review, and subscribe was a year ago. So we want to make sure that, uh, you know, we're telling people that this uh, podcast is still a thing, and I hope you're still listening. And if you don't go to any of those podcasting sites, you can just go to marketnows.com. You can click on the episode. You can leave a comment. We'll read it on the show. It's been a while since we've done that, and we want to do it again because that was always a fun part of our show. So marketnows.com, you can go there. Social media-wise, facebook.com slash marketnow, twitter.com slash marketnow, youtube.com slash marketnow. 11, where you can go watch all those great cooking with Brianzen episodes, and I have an idea for a new video, but I'm not going to tell anybody what it is until it comes out. Also, you can email us at markingout1 at gmail.com. My name is Chris. You can follow me on Twitter, Chris Sweendog. I'm sitting here with Dave, who you can follow on Twitter at DaveTheRave underscore M-O. Dave, how you doing? David? Oh, his microphone's muted right now, and he can't hear us. So anyway, uh, the next person I am sitting here with is Brandon. Oh, no. But I had myself on mute. But that's right. It's Dave, the rave that all the ladies crave. Okay, and I'm feeling great. Good, good. And we're also sitting here with the heart and soul of Marking Out 05 Live, Brandon. You can follow him on Twitter at BTTG161. Brandon, please tell me your microphone is on, and how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing awesome, as always. Mm, all right, so go. Brandon's really not doing that awesome, as always. I'm going to try to do this show in one tone. <laughs> and if you do, I'm hanging up right now. <laughs> Brandon's definitely the holder of my heart and soul. Okay, you know? what, what does I, that mean? I love you. Heart and soul 205 Live, Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Brandon Staffa, my... Whatever. Regardless, <laughs> Regardless we have shirts. ProWrestlingTees.com slash marking out. And that's the first time I mentioned that. Uh, so anyway, Brandon, you seem like you're uh, getting back up to 100% of Brandosity. So that must have mean you had a spectacular week. Do tell well, us. How was it? I don't remember this week. <laughs> Uh-oh. Brandon getting crazy. No, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know. I know I went out yesterday. To Vincent's clam bar? No. Across, ah, across the street, a, new cl- a new place for Brandon. New, new for the show at least. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be in the. Uh, it'll be in the. Uh, the tweet that we sent out. We talk about hashtag no, Vincent's no, no. clam bar. No, because people like Cheesecake Factory. If we spoke about Cracker Barrel, I would definitely tag Cracker Barrel. Because that's a pro wrestler's eatery. Okay, but so you went to Vincent's clam bar. What else? That's about it. I don't remember. Brandon getting all Carmella party. Uh oh, Brie mode. I drove up. <laughs> Brie mode. Dave literally. Brie he, Dave lives to quote Total Divas. He does. He I literally totally does. Do. 
I can't wait for Total Bellas to be back on. It's on, Mark. Oh my god, I know, it was a test, duh. It's two episodes. Yeah, that sounds like sure my test, did. where I ask people if, uh, the, the way to tell if somebody's lying or not, or whether or not you can trust them, is if you ask them how did they enjoy Zac Efron in The Notebook, and if they said, oh, I liked it, then you can't trust them. But if they yeah, say Zac Efron wasn't in, in The Notebook, then you can trust them. Yeah, I was like, wait, he's not in that movie. I had no clue because I never saw it. Really, really? you've never seen it. the Notebook, dude? Nope. How have you so never good. seen it? Um, because I don't really. I'm not a movie person. Dude, it's a good movie. But it's hey, more of a, you, it's more of a book. Whoa, hey, what, whoa! What about you, Dave? How was your week? My week was very good. You know? let, me, let me guess. I feel like I always have something to do, and then I say I'm going to write it down, and then I never write it down, so I make this speech. Well, I would say that, but I actually remember. Ah, nice. Got you. Ah. So this week, I actually decided to go a little bit Brie mode, oh and God. I went to Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn. Yeah, I went to Dan. Yeah, I went to meet up with Dan on Saturday after. I figured after work I was going to go to Brooklyn because I've been telling him for a long time that I would meet him in Brooklyn and check out his apartment. And also because he came to visit me when I was up in Albany, uh, in Troy. So I was just like, I really... two totally different things. I'm sorry. What's that? Oh. Brooklyn's a train ride. I know. <laughs> yeah, no you way. Who'd you get it off us over the years? You owe him I... more trips to Brooklyn. <laughs> no, you don't know anything in Brooklyn. I know. So, so um... I got to Brooklyn and everything like that, and I went there after work and stuff, so I was already kind of tired and everything, so I got to Brooklyn. We ended up going to that barbecue place that I guess he took you. Fat uh, Sow? Yeah, Fow Sow. Yeah, yeah, it was all right. Yeah, I, I, it was a cool concept. Did you get yeah. lit? No, I did not because I had to. I had work the next morning. Um, yeah, but it was an interesting concept with the entire pay-like get a quarter pound or a half pound of whatever meat you want. Yeah. Um, so very interesting. And then after that, we did go to Barcade. Which nice. is just the dumbest place. I hate Barcade, and I hope you're listening to this. I love Barcade. It's a I, dump. Can't get, can't me, get around there. Me that's and Dan. Brooklyn. That's yeah, like you, the Brooklyn you, how can you, Dan, I almost called Dan. you Dan. Brandon, how, <laughs> how can you not get around there? Actually, I, I don't know about the one in Brooklyn. I went to the one in Manhattan. They yeah. Ha- yeah, they have a limit of the amount of people that are allowed in there. Even still, there that's, was that's you couldn't so. move. I was able to move everywhere. Maybe it's a bigger location. Maybe I'll even yeah. There wasn't it wasn't as crowded as you said, and we were at max capacity. But me and Dan, we ended up defeating uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles video game. Nice. Uh, Classic. He, what's that? Classic. Yes. He Big Apple. Up- Three a.m. Yeah, he ended up defeating that Star Wars game, uh, cool. Alliance or something. Okay, don't know. And then me and him had a slobber knocker of an RBI baseball game. Sick. All right. You didn't the play NBA school. Jam? No, we did not. But we played the baseball game, and he was the Houston Astros with Nolan Ryan, and I was the Boston Red Sox with like uh, Ted Williams and Jimmy Fox. And all these That's old spectacular. school. Yeah, so in the pitching matchup was Nolan Ryan versus Kurt Schilling. Wow. So 
me and him were going back and forth in RBI baseball. And this is like NES uh, graphics and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're going back and forth. We ended up, he ended up defeating me in the ninth, in like the eighth inning. He got the lead 15 to 13, I think. Wow. It was insane, but it was so much fun. Then after that, we ended up going to this bowling alley to meet uh, one of the, uh, some a girl that he is uh, that he works with and some of her friends and at the bowling alley they ended up having a concert there it was uh brooklyn bowl oh my oh, god yeah. i just see, like the marketing manager i served the other day at the restaurant oh really okay well, who was playing um okay so they had a jet like a kind of like a jam band slash jazz band open and it went into a dj and then it ended up becoming a drag queen rapper uh named oh man uh big billy styles all in it yeah big i forgot what the name was i can't think of the name i mean you didn't tell us the name of any other band i don't know why it matters well it's kind of annoying because i do know that like it's in my head but for some reason i can't just get it out but yeah, so it was it was not really my music because I don't like rap, and every all everything was all rap, and I was just like, okay, I'm getting really hot in here, so so hot in here. Fold oh, your clothes. Yeah. So after that, we ended up going to another bar. I ended up be we ended up being out till like three thirty four a.m. Is it Big Freedia? Yeah, 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 Big Freedia. <laughs> Why did you just Google that, Brandon? I did. Yeah, Big Freedia. It says Big Freedia Bush Tea. Yeah, apparently this person's been on the circuit for a very long time. Um, And they may have had a VH1 show or something like that. I'm not not too sure. But, yeah, we ended up being up until the wee hours of the night. And then I was was sober, and I had work at 9 a.m. And I was just like, you know what, I don't want to really pass out on Dan's couch and get two hours of sleep here i'd rather drive back at 5 a.m or 4 30 a.m and get back home at 5 5 30 and just go to sleep for the two hours before work so i ended up driving back that night and uh yeah that was very eventful nice very eventful i haven't had a weekend like that in a long time because i'm usually working the mornings after yeah yeah so what about you chris how was your week uh it was just a lot of a lot of basketball okay a lot of films, a lot of basketball. Uh, I essentially just worked like every single day. Nothing really fun, exciting. Um, I did get Jordan a new wrestling action figure, and he oh. denounced the uh, WWE retro run. I'm kind of upset about it. What did he denounce? The the, w, the retro run to line be fair, of figures. I don't get it either. Yeah, because you were a Hasbro kid. Yeah. What do you mean he it's... denounced it? Because uh, so he was he's playing with his figures and I we were looking at something and he saw a Seamus figure and he's like Dad I want that so I said so I go okay fine so I made a little target run got him a Seamus figure and then he's like he got the figure he's like oh I like this so much he's like I don't like those jumpy figures and he means like the Hasbro ones because all you do is oh. like press down and jump up and those were like my childhood there and I don't know if it's that or if it's like me listening to the the major wrestling figure podcast with their whole Hasbro thing going on. It's like, I kind of want to get into them, but I don't like, don't want to spend absurd amounts of money. So I'm trying to find like, all you got to do is buy a rider one. Oh, I already have it on pre-order. Oh, see, there you go. Yeah. That, How much is uh, it? It was like 15 bucks. Huh? 
Yeah. So and I found the all the New Day ones at Five Below, and they were all five bucks a pop. So I got all of them, and then I had I had the Undertaker one for a long time, and then I went to my mom's house this week, and I got all of my old Hasbro's that I'm looking at right now. I'm looking at Tatanka. I'm looking at Roddy Piper, a uh, Macho Man with eight fingers. You know, with eight <laughs> fingers. Yeah, no, he's he, like they have his hand out, like doing like the Macho yeah, Man hand yeah. thing, and both the fingers are broken off. So. Oh, that's depressing. Yeah, so I mean, but the retro figures—I love them. I think they're great. I was—that I, was like my childhood. Like I stopped really getting into wrestling figures after those. I feel like I can't. I—I I don't know if I would enjoy Hasbro's. I mean, the only ones I really want from back then is probably an Owen Hart and Yokozuna. Yeah, those are. And I've been like looking on eBay and stuff like that at prices. I'm just like, I can't do this. I can't do. It. You'll see. You'll see all my Hasbro's on display on display when you come over Saturday, Dave. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like. Doing it, it, it's fun and stuff, but is it really worth it? It's just going to sit on the shelf. Yeah, I know. Unless, well, unless no, I'm really like, I, I want to get, like, they have the retro ring out. I have somewhere in my attic, I have, like, the old Hasbro ring so I can, like, clean that up or whatever. But, yeah. Did you That's say it. Did you say you want to play with them? Yeah, why not? I'm 30, 33 years old. I have a wife, two kids. 33 and a third. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I saw I saw I saw our, our friend uh, Fat Pat this week, also, on top of all the basketball I filmed. Right. How's, uh, how's he doing? He's doing good, man. He's doing really well. Uh, we uh, filmed uh, some stuff. We filmed something. I'm not going to get into detail what it is because maybe we'll just retweet it once it comes out. Ooh! I don't even think I told you about it. I told Brandon all about this. Scandalous. <laughs> yep, that's it. It wasn't. And, it uh, wasn't cooking with Brandon. Dave, relax. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, that's it. Let's get into uh, some NXT UK talk. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's basically how my weekend went. Yeah, you, Brandon, watched uh, NXT UK. Uh, live. Take, yeah, live, and then he watched it again and again and again. But this was a lot of fun. I really, really enjoyed this. Um, and I won the predictions. Three to Dave's two to Brandon's one. I only got Ooh. one right? You only got one right, the main event. He done. Damn roasted. Well, yep. this, well, I mean, there's no possible way I could have predicted some of it. Yeah, but, uh, you know, let's start off. Um, before this, they had they broke some big news the day before um, that NXT UK is getting its own performance center. So they unveiled it to the masses the day before. With, they had Charlotte Flair there. Famous, and they had, famous wrestler from the UK. Yeah, but still, <laughs> but then they had, like, Johnny Saint was there, and they had all like the coaches from the Performance Center down in Florida. So it's big, and it goes to what WWE's doing as a worldwide entity. Which, by Rather the way, than... I get the reason why Flair was there. She's homegrown. Yeah, no, absolutely. So you can't ban her. So ban roasted on that, Brandon. Well, I, I, I don't think that was a need of a ban roasted. That was a wasted one. That's a ban roasted. Oh, oh! You just can't, uh, you just can't uh, take the fact that you're wrong. Um, I wasn't wrong. I didn't say anything wrong. But you can't say it. whatever. So what Regardless, right? that's to prowrestlingtees.com/slash/marking-out. Um, big step in the global expansion of WWE having a performance center in the UK. Now all these UK wrestlers don't have to take the trip uh, over the pond and move down to Florida. Now they can kind of just stay uh, on the Eastern Hemisphere, which is big. Well, I all would right. still like some of them to make their way to the. United States. Why? Well, because you don't want WWE's a worldwide entity. You don't yeah, want them to but... present. Well, that I mean, cool. I would prefer to watch. Like, if I go to an event, I can't particularly see some of these people live. 
Yeah, that's that's the one downside. And I, like, kind of like it plays into that factor that I was talking about the pairing of WrestleMania Week with the UK brand. That's the one downside is that some of these wrestlers you want to have the opportunity to see live, but you can't, or at least right now you, you won't. I mean, I've seen, I've literally, I've seen a good half of the card live in the United States already, but... Yeah, and you'll probably see the other half of the card live in the United States at some point. Perhaps. Because they're going to be bringing people from NXT now over there, and they'll probably bring people from NXT UK over here, so... Yeah, cool. I mean, anything's, anything's possible. Anything is possible. <laughs> but like I'm, the, not sing, I'm not gonna sing the rest of that song. The the very first match taking place at NXT UK Takeover Blackpool was for the vacated or non-existent, I should say, not brand that's new. Even the wrong, yeah, brand new. <laughs> Thanks. The NXT UK You're Tag welcome. Team Championships. What uh, sick titles? Uh, they remind me of the old uh, TNA ones. The old, like the I, NWA TNA tag titles. I love them. I think they're great. They're different. They know all the other titles. We'll talk about other new titles that are intru- getting introduced later in the show. Yeah, but, I liked it. Yeah, but, I like uh, them. They're uh, so cool. Zach I hate Gibson. that I didn't predict that they were going to, that Drake and Gibson were going to pick up the victory over Mount- Mustache Mountain. None I, of us did. I don't get how Mustache Mountain didn't win unless Mustache Mountain might be like a U.S. brand now. But I, don't think, I think that they wanted to throw a swerve in there. And everybody loves the babyface climb. You, you put the title, you put the titles on the babyface. It's like, all right, cool, that's awesome. Then, but now you gotta have to see Mustache Mountain get back, get back, get back there until they get the titles again. It'll be a big moment. This match was unbelievable. Like, I, 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 this was the first time I could honestly say that, like, I finally get Tyler Bate and how good he is. He's only what nineteen? Twenty one. Close. Yeah. 21. Turns 22 yeah. this year. Yeah, because he was 19 when he won the UK championship. Oh, yeah. okay. Jeez, two, that, two years have already passed? Yeah. Dude, wow. what's his name? Uh, Pete Dunn has been champion 600-plus days. Yeah. That's crazy. Dude, like, it, and, like, I, I finally saw how good he is. Especially, like, he wrestles a super British style. A lot of, like, cool reversals. Flipped into right power move, a lot of very like technical holds. I thought like his whole deal is like a strongman almost. Where it's like when he had Zach Gibson and James Drake up in the uh, the airplane spin at the same time. Yeah, very cool. Like Um, I've seen, I've seen Gibson wrestle. I've seen Mustache Mountain. I've seen uh, Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley. That's pretty cool. Next up, you had so during the entire event, you had Jordan Devlin and his who's his opponent supposed to be? Very, it was supposed to be Travis, um, Travis Banks. Banks. Yes, but before the show, Travis Banks was walking in, gets attacked by Jordan Devlin, and he makes it for the time. The time comes for the match. Jordan makes his way out to the ring. Travis makes his way out to the ring. Doesn't even care for the belt ring. Goes and attacks Jordan Devlin right off the bat. And uh, Devlin ends up getting the upper hand, uh, so they take Banks out. Say he uh, said he can't compete, and Johnny Saint found a replacement for him. And the lights go out, and you hear, which is uh, Finn Balor. <laughs> Finn Balor. Well, I thought it was just you huffing a can of whipped cream. No, that's the, the <laughs> which, by the way, Jordan Devlin and Finn Balor have kind of similar. Theme songs, which maybe they did that on purpose because Jordan Devlin is a student of Finn Balor. 
Yeah, yeah I can see that being. Brandon texted me going nuts about this. I just want uh, to. I thought it was really cool because something that I've wanted for a long time now is for main roster guys to go down to NXT and do some things like this. Yeah. Not and not also, saying you, Finn you know, Balor's going to like show up week after week, but this was a, a good surprise. He was in the area for the Performance Center. Yeah. And it was a really good match. It was a yeah, very, was very good match between the two. Student versus teacher. And mm-hmm. Finn Balor picks up the win, so we all got that one wrong. But again, we couldn't have predicted that. Yeah, I think that if we knew Balor was in there, we were going to pick Balor. But uh, still, I'm, I'm happy, like you said, with Balor making an appearance there. Hopefully, we see other people going across there to make an appearance. But and what, yeah. what Brandon said last week is, you know, with the whole Walter thing, that Harry's so well known in the States, you know, this is a good thing for your Americanized audience to get into here because, oh, hey, guess what? Finn Balor, who we know and see every single week on Monday Night Raw— who did big things on Monday Night Raw this week, is wrestling now in this UK division. Let me go check this out. And the people that didn't know about that before are now maybe going to bet, since yeah, everything's you know on demand, they'll go back and watch a bunch of episodes of this UK thing. So this might bring some more you know popularity to the UK brands, which is great. Which yeah. my the next big like main roster superstar going down to NXT that I would like is Cena versus Velveteen Dream at Mania. That would be cool. At TakeOver I, I New York, I read something say. this week. It was kind of booked. It was going to be Lars Sullivan versus John Cena. Well, that's uh, WrestleMania. Yeah. Maybe WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it was supposed to start, like, at Royal Rumble. Which it I still don't... can. We don't know what's going to happen yeah. with that. What do you think about that idea? I mean, this is very similar to that e- entire Cena versus Rusev idea where they were trying to build up Rusev. Yeah. Do you think that this is a good idea for Lars Sullivan to go right well, into John Cena? If, if they're pushing him as, like, the biggest and baddest, then who better to win, get a WrestleMania match win over is John Cena. So you think Lars Sullivan would pick up the victory over him? They That'd be dumb if he didn't. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that... It, he would pick up the victory if this did happen. Uh, the next match was a no DQ match. Dave Mastiff picks up the victory over Eddie Dennis. This was one of the craziest matches, hard hitting matches. Um, I thought it was a they they used the weapons perfectly. Yeah, no, and also too when uh, what's his, Eddie De- Dennis gave uh, Mastiff that body slam on the steel thing, and he like hit his. You saw him hit his tailbone on like the corner of it. It hurt. It like it looked like it hurt real bad, man. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, 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 looked... I watch it. I watch this with Jordan, and Jordan got very excited that Dave Mastiff won. won. <laughs> I said, I'm "Like you like Dave Mastiff?" He's like, "Yeah, he's got a big beard." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, next up, you had the UK women's title on the line. Tony Storm pick up victory over Ray Ripley. Yep. We got a new champion in town. I'm fine with it. I thought the match was outstanding. And again, it, this isn't the end of it for Ray Ripley. Now it's like, but I mean, the cool thing about this as well is I'm kind of popping over. They showed Jazzy Gabbard and Kaylee Ray in the crowd. It looks like they're on their way to the NXT UK brand too, which is two awesome talents that yeah. are going to add to the division. Mm-hmm. Which yeah, I, for for a while now, uh, Jazzy Gabbert was uh, un, as far as we knew wasn't coming to WWE. Well, she Due had injury uh, now. She's rehabbed. She neck, neck surgery. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Next up, you have the main event of the evening, the UK title on the line. Pete Dunne successfully defending against Joe Coffey. Yeah, very hard-hitting, very indie. You could say indie-rific match on this. Because it's just like it was like, oh, Pete Dunn, Joe Coffey jumps up the ropes. Oh, Pete Dunn punches in the face. One, two, kick out. Oh, bitter end. One, two, kick out. Oh, whatever Joe Coffey's finisher is. One, two, kick out. Up, oh, uh, suplex on the ring apron. One, two, mm-hmm. kick out. It's just, I the match was great. Don't get me wrong, but it was just like eh, too many false finishes, man. I thought it was. I thought it was really good. I thought. No, all, I, I thought all the. I, I don't think the false finishes were like overdone. Overdone. Yeah, I agree with Chris. Sometimes the false finishes really throw me out, pull me more out of the match than back into to it. I mean, sometimes it it does it drift you into like, the match. You're but not understanding. You Pete, Pete Dunne was champion for over 600 days. Mm-hmm. Like that's he's the longest champion in in the modern day WWE. Yeah, the longest reigning champion. So it's yeah. like, of course, you're going to tease it a bunch of times that he's gonna, that he's going to lose the title. No, oh, absolutely. Mm. The one thing yeah. that the one thing of this that I was disappointed with was the fact that Mark Coffey and Wolfgang didn't get involved. Yeah, you thought they would. Yeah, well, they because they came out with him and then like just disappeared. Yeah, I, I wanted especially as I mean, long hey, as the you, match you was. As long as the match was, I was hoping that there'd be some sort of interference there, but that didn't happen. But. Uh, he ended up winning with that uh, that hand, the hand submission that he does. Oh yeah. And uh, then the the screen, he's celebrating his victory and, and everything. I believe the copyright logo came up, and then music hits. And it's Walter. Walter debuts. Crowd goes crazy. Yeah, Nuts. comes out, goes into the ring. They both do their taunt, and. Uh, Joe Coffey tried to get back in the ring, took a big boot from Walter. Yeah, and and they, for, just, they just had to stare down between each other. Yeah, for a while, Walter wasn't even taunting. He was just standing there. And I, do you think that them standing there, doing nothing, that was a little bit too long or no? Well, you had to wait for Joe Coffey to get up. and you know, uh, That's true. In the face. That's, that's true. Maybe he was supposed to get in there a little bit sooner or something like that. That's but, true. Uh, but yeah, no, solid first uh, takeover for the NXT UK brand. I'm looking forward to seeing what was from there. And um, if these crowds keep up with these ridiculous chants, uh, I'm all about it. Because I texted I mean... Brandon while I was watching NXT <laughs> with the first match. And I'm like, I'm like, what the fish are they doing taking their shoes off? Yeah, we definitely have to like learn. There were so many chants I didn't understand. Like, yeah, neither did I. I, I mean, at one point, even the uh, the fans were chanting, uh, asking if Vince was watching. No, to yeah. To which he replied, I'm watching. I'm watching, pal. And it's great. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, all right, so the NXT, that's NXT uh, UK. Let's uh, get on to where let's fly across the pond here and get head back to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Nitro. Which, uh, right off the bat, you see the limousine pulls up. Vince McMahon gets out of the limousine, sees a smudge on it. He sees a smudge, and he points it out and makes his limo driver wipe it off. And then it cuts to the ring. Braun Strowman comes out, speaks about facing Lesnar at Rumble. And Baron Corbin comes out, runs his mouth, and says that he's going to win the Royal Rumble, and he's going to main event WrestleMania and do something that Braun Strowman will not be able to do. So, 
Braun Strowman ends up chasing Baron Corbin backstage, which led to some nice scene segues. Strowman tossed uh, one of the, the Singh brothers, and uh, Elias ended up playing a random guitar spot, which was a song about Baron Corbin. And I, I actually really liked that spot because you didn't expect Elias to be around that corner. No. And it kind of it seemed very movie-ish where he played, then Braun Strowman appeared back in the screen, and as he was... As the camera started to follow Braun Strowman walking towards the limo, you hear Elias kind of playing off. Yeah. Like, his music started to fade into the background as if he was just walking away. I really like that. So, Strowman ends up going to the limousine and smashes it up, rips off the door. Corbin escapes, runs away. Vince McMahon shows up, pissed off, finds Braun Strowman for destroying his limo. And Braun goes, that's it? That's all you got? And Vince goes, that's all I got? No championship match for you, pal. <laughs> and strips him of the match at the Royal Rumble. So Braun okay, Strowman I was, flips, I was kind of bummed about this. Strowman flipped the, the, the limo. Yeah, I, I was very bummed about this as well because I was looking forward to that. But, but maybe, I can only I mean, imagine if he's not cleared. Maybe he's not yeah. cleared. Who knows? Yeah, that's, I, I, that's could only assume that, I could only assume that he's not cleared to participate, to wrestle, but... It could also be because if you prolong this a little bit further, you got WrestleMania. But no, I don't, I don't think, think so. no Strowman. I have. I'll speak about that later. Okay, let's speak about it now. No, 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 because it not because it didn't happen yet in this timeline. All right, but right. well, the next, uh, but the first match of the evening is a tag team match uh, between the women's division, where Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks pick up the victory over Nia Jackson Tamina. Banks look the best here, obviously. Obviously. Um, no, I mean, really nothing, not much happened here. Yeah. They, hey, they, they interviewed. Further along the storyline between Ronda Rousey and Sasha Banks. Yeah, and a uh, lot of that. they going to face each other at Royal Rumble. Now they'll uh, be tag team partners. This happens with every storyline. Well, a lot of the furthering happened after the match when they were being interviewed. And, and uh, Ronda Rousey kept giving, like, the dumbest <laughs> answers. Like, she goes, oh. Good luck being like the loser or whatever. Like she said something about Sasha Banks being a loser, and Banks gets like worked up and cuts a promo on Rousey, and Rousey just kept saying like the dumbest things. Where it's like, I wish they would make her. I mean, I don't know if she's doing acting lessons or whatnot, or promo class. I'm I'm sure she is, but she's just not that good at it yet. No, but uh, but yeah, so. We we haven't seen a Sasha Banks like this in months, and I'm I'm enjoying this version. Uh-huh. Yeah. Up next, we saw the revival taking on the Lucha House Party, uh, Kalisto and Grand Metalik, which uh, I gotta say I didn't like the fact that they cut away from this during the match. You so, say that with every match that cuts no, away. No, but it, well, cause what, what it, do you mean? It doesn't make sense. They cut away to go backstage live from Vince McMahon's office in hopes that oh. maybe Vince picked an opponent for the Royal Rumble. So instead of putting over Revival and Lucha House Party, you have them have you have Apollo Cruz cutting a promo. You have Kurt Hawkins cutting a promo. You have EC3 cutting a promo, which I thought was the dumbest way to debut on a Monday Night Raw. But then, I mean, you also had something to cut ahead. You had something similar to SmackDown. Over, I mean, it seems like that's what they're doing with everybody. Well, yeah, well, that I didn't know that they were going to be like 
free agents and be on both brands at that time, oh, which okay. nobody, so, everyone's like, oh my God, EC3 is debuting on Raw, blah, 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 which I thought that was that. I thought that was 100% EC3 on Monday Night Raw, but even still, I thought it was kind of, I, I don't know. Yeah, are, like looking back on it, are you still not happy that EC3 uh, appeared in that spot? Uh, I'm just not happy with the spot itself. I thought what Hawkins did was funny, where he was like, the, the beast versus the streak. Are you down with that or something to uh, to Charlie Caruso? Caruso? And she goes, nope. <laughs> or so we're like, can you see it? And she goes, nah. I thought that yeah, was I really go, funny. But I, 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 go just, back. I don't like the fact that they took away from this match to put to, to yeah, focus on all of that. The, the, the thing I don't understand with all of it is that you're intru- introducing these people to the audience. I get it. Not everybody watches NXT. But it's just kind of weird to appear in a segment like that. Yes. Like, that was a but, WrestleMania-esque segment. Like yeah. Like a segue between things. Yeah, but I'm also... I'm, I'm okay with that appearance. I mean, you had the same thing with Heavy Machinery, Nikki Cross randomly appearing backstage at times. Um, she, she had a... I, uh, well, yep. Can't go so, chronological. We have to go in chronological order. Sorry. So, even more so to add to the takeaway f- from the match is that I, it was a really good match. Yeah. That it was like completely interrupted to to put focus on revi- other people. And the revival get a win. Yeah. But also, Grand Metallic had his foot on the rope. That's what, they, and Dash moved it off. So it, yeah. it, it's that that's a good like play into the storyline with Gable and Rude, who weren't on Monday Night Raw, but. Yeah, and I honestly, I mean, do we mention it now? Even yeah, do it up. Like I, I really, I don't want those rumors to be true about the revival. Yeah, I, the rumor is that they requested their release from the company, but and no, if, and if they source, are, yeah, yeah nobody just, has confirmed. Nobody has confirmed this sources. Pro wrestling sheet hasn't. Uh, they're on the. They're trying to confirm it, but nobody has confirmed it yet. So as of right now, it's just a rumor. I can't imagine it being true, though. I mean, it's the same. There was rumors with Mike and Maria as well. Yeah, I mean, and then one thing I liked with the revival is that they are using that FTR now. Yeah, forever, kind of, forever the revival. Yeah, pretty they copyrighted it. Yeah, Dash copyrighted it or trademarked really? it, not copyright. That what the FTR? Yeah, that's pretty funny because. We know where that came from. Right. So I wonder if – I kind of like that them and the Young Bucks do go back and forth with each other. It seems very friendly. And uh, if, if, it, if the rumors are true and they end up do getting released, um, I guess we could expect them to go by FTR on the – in AEW, we'll just say. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing. But, I, you know, let's – I mean, let's just pop into it really quickly because it's like not only – was them another big player that's on Monday Night Rose Dolph Ziggler? He's not has been there since he lost to Drew McIntyre. Um, Which uh, I mean, shirt, it's, only, it's only been two weeks. I know. Yeah. Still, a, shirt, a shirt just appeared on ProWrestlingTees.com of Dolph Ziggler picture, picture with his brother. But going back to the revival and asking for the release, apparent what I read was it's on like a case to case basis, so they could give the revival the Neville treatment and say we're not you have to go into contracts up and then just not work at all. Which it's, it's weird because like, I, I don't know what's in the contracts these days. Like I, I know they changed it. Like the whole 90 day, no compete thing happened mm-hmm. because of Kurt angle when he went to TNA, because as far as the wrestling world knew, Kurt angle retired from wrestling. And then he showed up in TNA like right away. 
Yeah. So it's like in stuff like in situations like that, like with Lucha Bro, Underground. Have been for like a, like like uh, Rick Rude too. Well, the, well showed up that's, on the same show. Well, no, he showed up the same night because Monday Night Raw was taped. Taped. Yep. But um, with like Lucha Underground, Evil Least this week tweeted about how like they're holding her hostage, basically. Yeah, and they're they're not, they're not they're releasing great. her. So it's like in, in situations like that, why like can she maybe just like retire? In quotes, and then and be like, I don't oh, know. Hey. It's uh, it's a weird situation with that Evelise and everything. Um, on the same front, uh, Shane Strickland announced that he is uh, officially a free agent. Yeah, and uh, you know, uh, Maria and Mike Canales also asked for their release this week too. So it's just it's a uh, that's, as I mean, per internet rumors. Yeah, do we know? No, because we're just three wrestling fans that like to talk about professional wrestling. Let's move on to the next thing. Vince McMahon comes out to the ring, talks about who's going to face Brock Lesnar at the Rumble. It then leads John Cena to come out, Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, Finn Balor. Which I popped. I popped because John Cena brought up ruthless aggression. This then leads to all hell breaking loose and uh, it being announced that there's going to be a four-way match and the winner of that will face Brock Lesnar at the Royal Rumble. Is it not the craziest thing that John Cena has been in WWE for 17 years now? No. You, you you don't find that to be crazy? Like, where has time flown? No. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. To me, it's just the craziest thing. I think it's more crazy with the time flying with, like, Alicia Fox and Zack Ryder and people like that. Well, I mean, years are years. And also, I popped the fact that uh, McIntyre was in the same ring as Vince because there's history there in, in yep, WWE. Yeah, chosen one. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. And I also, I think Balor's promo here was awesome. You I'm know, Vince, I'm... you know, Vince, I know you never really believed Brandon, in me. If you, if you want your own Let's Reenact Monday Night Raw with Brandon, maybe you should do your own podcast of that. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> awkward awkward yeah but it's like it, it, like i feel like with brandon like when things happen he just has to reenact the entire thing and yeah, like well that's a setup and then we react to it <laughs> react to your reaction your reaction of uh <laughs> you make it a finn balor impression yeah you All don't right, have a finn spot. balor impression i because i don't do impressions well, hey, maybe, maybe finn you should balor. that's Today, terrible that's arr, terrible arr, arr, arr. Oh. Man. So, backstage after this segment, Jinder Mahal walks up to Vince McMahon and says he deserves to be in that match. He's a former WWE champion. And Vince gave him the option, well, choose somebody from the match to see if you could take their place. If you beat him, then you'll go on to, to replace him. Which confused the hell out of me because it sounded like Vince was announcing that the Royal Rumble, that that match, the fatal four-way match, was going to be taking place at the Rumble. Instead I of mean, the main event of Raw. But if they did that, whoever won the Fatal 4-Way match had to have beat Brock Lesnar. That's the only That's way you can get the... like a big, like especially like a, somebody like a Finn Balor, like that get that ginormous baby face push. That's the only way you could have done that. Yeah. All right. Next up, you had a uh, more women's action. Yeah. With, with the Riot Squad facing Bailey, Natalia, and Nikki Cross making her Raw debut, but she's not on the Raw roster. I like this. I like the fact that all these new call-ups can appear on both Raw and SmackDown until they finally pick which one they're going to go on. Because it lets you test the waters out, you know? It's what they should have done with Elias from the start. Oh, let him show up everywhere. Well, hey, well, still, well he, remember, he's, he's, he was he's the drifter. He's a big player now on he Raw. He was the drifter. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You drift. But, yeah. You go from place to place. <laughs> but and I was, dude, I was so convinced that Ember Moon was going to be the mystery of mystery partner. So it was cool. It was cool that Nikki, that she was on Monday Night Raw and teamed wow. up. I was confused by the ending because I thought for sure, like the end of it could have been the spot with her and Natty. Yeah. It, instead of going for a pin, she just went for more punches. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense. And then also the fact that Nikki Cross didn't get the actual win. Like if you're trying to put over the newer talent and have her like have a big debut, wouldn't you want to have her like also pick up the victory? Maybe. Well, I, she I, had she had that big uh, neck breaker that set up uh, Bailey getting the win, so it was a big uh, you know big help out. I mean, she it, she took true. on she, she took on two people, three people at one time. Yeah, she, she is the reason why they won the match because she set up that victory, and then yeah. like you just said, she had a big spot where she battled I mean, the entire it really, riot. It wasn't the biggest like setup to victory, even. I mean, she hit her finisher off the top rope. Well, not the top rope, but hanging the hanging neck breaker. I yeah. thought it was fun. Absolutely. Uh, and she's next... not a raw competitor yet. Yeah, but you want these new guys and girls to stand out. But once I they assign them, but once they assign them to a raw or a smackdown, then you can have like the squash match, the set, you know, to have the, the introduction to the fans and stuff like that. These are just little small tastes of what is to come. So I do mean, you, my whole, do you think you, you can't you can't have everybody picking up squash matches just because I mean you have four to five people coming in right now. Yeah. You can't have four to five people I, picking up Vic. But you don't have I, to have four to five people on, new people on every single show. I also it's like assume, one week you have EC three, one week you have Lacey Evans, one week yeah, you have heavy machinery. Yeah, but, but they're, they're also not all gonna wrestle. Yeah, but every week they don't have to be picking up the victories, and they don't. I, I think that is fine that she didn't pick up the victory. I think we need a shirt that says that picking up the victory. Picking up the victory. I, I don't think that it's really necessary for her to do so, and I I like this. I am a fan of it. I I'm all fine with it. What do you so, mean that uh, not everybody's going to be in the ring? Well, I don't think like we haven't seen everyone in the ring. Okay, uh, so granted, like, it's only been the two shows, but I don't see them all like wrestling. Okay, on the same show. Uh, all the even, time. even still, I think the impact was enough that she didn't need to actually. Do the pinfall her pinfall herself? Uh, I I would assume she'll end up on SmackDown though. Well, yeah, I still can't I get over that she... picture of Killian Dan. I'm yeah, sorry, it's crazy. Yeah, she got married today or yesterday or something this week. Hazel Tuff, Nikki Cross, and Killian Dane. They they did that like ten year gimmick, and uh, it doesn't even look like Killian Dane. It's crazy. Yeah, uh, uh, but the next, the next up, match had yeah we had Finn Balor. Defeat Jinder Mahal, and uh, like Chris was saying earlier, it's like the only, it's like the only way the person in that fatal four way, the only way, like the way this match was going, and how long it went, it like definitely felt to me like Balor was going on to win that fatal four way match. Yeah, I agree. I think that they're really doing a lot with Balor, especially with that. Uh... In ring promo with Vince McMahon earlier, how Finn Balor went on the attack. I think they're trying to get as much support and backing for Finn Balor. I mean, even before the match, even they they attacked him. So I feel like they haven't had like a start. They haven't had like a a full like reboot of him since he came back. It's like, oh hey, Finn Balor comes back. Hey, look, he's smiling. Cool. Yeah. They gotta give him. You know, they gotta. This is a guy that could be a huge. You know, your other babyface star next to. 
your Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. It's just they haven't done with anything with him. They give him these start, stop, start, stops. Now it's time to pull the trigger. Let's go. Yeah, when Balor called out McMahon, fans went crazy. Yeah, absolutely. And I also, I think this was Jinder's best match in months. Well, yeah, the kind of you could say the kind of the reins are kind of taken off, t- taken off from a little bit. Um, yeah. Up next for the Intercontinental Championship, Bobby Lashley interestingly picks up the victory over Dean Ambrose, former champion, and Seth Rollins, which I have to assume that they took the title out of the Ambrose Rollins picture, so like maybe Rollins can win the championship at Mania or like that. I would lo- I would love to see. Something Seth like Rollins that? go the distance on uh, for the Royal Rumble, win it, coming in like one or two, and then uh, facing Brock Lesnar and beat him. I was annoyed by this match, though, because like I get the fact that it's no DQ, but to have Leo Rush interfere as much as he did, the referee has the power to banish him from ringside. But it's no, mm-hmm. it's no DQ. But, but it's still it. But he's getting involved in the match. Like it doesn't give the right to have no matter like what the rules are no dq it doesn't give the right to have everyone from the locker room spill out in order to have one person win the referee can say oh i don't want you getting involved go leave you're you're banned from ringside and he interviewed he interfered in the match like six times he's doing a great job i thought yeah. it, was, it just didn't make sense as to why they kept him out there Bobby Lashley didn't win that title. It was Leo Rush. And that's exactly the point of it. It's supposed to get fans, the audience, especially a younger crowd, to dislike this moment because it's cheap. They, people, the fans recognize that Leo Rush is a big reason why Bobby Lashley picked up the victory. And that's a big point of it. it it's supposed where, to get you to dislike it. Where the heck does Dean Ambrose go from here? But, I, but you could keep this blood feud between Seth Rollins and Dean Ambrose going. Yeah, there doesn't have to be a title involved with them. No, absolutely not. Next up after this, you had a moment of bliss. Well, uh, even, first of all, let's just say before this, Coffee Guy goes to knock on Alexa Bliss's door over and over again. No answer. He walks in. She's naked. And then he gives her the coffee. That apparently got high ratings. <laughs> what do you mean that got high ratings? Like that, I guess, like viewership, people watched it over and over again on loop. Oh, you, you're able to tell that stuff? Uh, well, YouTube videos, I believe it had a lot oh, of you mean, uh, hits. Oh, you mean on YouTube. Um, so that, that kind of reminded me of like an Attitude Era-esque thing. Yeah, I, I, once I, right away, it reminded me of something, I believe it was like Vince McMahon and Trish Stratus where yeah. Vince walked into her locker room and she was in the towel. Very similar. And, I, and I'm going to cut ahead. I thought the attitude error came to mind with the entire thing happening with Mandy Rose. And that got uh, yeah. a bunch of views. Also, I don't know uh, why you groaned 2. about 4 this 2.4 million views that segment has right now on YouTube. Why, why did you groan about this? What did I, what I groan about Not what? Not you, Dave. Oh, I don't know. I, I thought was, this one was really good. I thought this was a lot better than last oh, week. So the, so, I, the Alexa, so the Alexa Bliss segment on YouTube right now, 5.7 million views. Wow. Um, the Intercontinental title highlights between the matchup we just discussed, 928K. <laughs> <laughs> so That's wild. You know, like, 
The, the only reason I groaned is because at the end of it, I thought it was kind of awkward. The end of it, I thought, okay, we'll get there. The, the lead, they, the lead was fun. The the entire the segment was fun, but the way that it ended, you have it, Alexa Bliss introduce the 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 women's tag team championships. Will they? I guess the titles. See, we don't know how these are going to be like defended. Like, are they going to be like inter brand championships once the team actually wins them? I guess they're going to have to be. Mm. Um, I I think they look really good. They they kind of remind me they they look kind of Greek. They had like a Greek border and they had like the leave things that the yeah. Greeks have. But aside from that, she also announced that at Elimination Chamber, uh, three teams from SmackDown and three teams from Raw will compete, and the winners will eventually they'll they'll become the champions. Who the teams will be, I have no idea. They haven't announced that yet. Uh, I thought the finales would be Trish and Lita versus Bailey and Sasha. Hey, maybe you never know. But no, I mean that's I maybe they'll be in the elimination chamber. That could be, even though yeah. they're not from Raw or SmackDown. But uh, again, maybe a team from Raw or SmackDown wins the titles. Let's say Sasha and Bailey, and then they go on to WrestleMania. They need WrestleMania opponents. Boom! It's time to rock and roll. Trish and Lita. Uh, and I'm happy that this was Alexa Bliss announcing this as opposed to yeah. Stephanie McMahon because uh, for a while now we've seen. The big like women announcements have been by Stephanie, so I think it's pretty cool that Alexa Bliss gets to introduce history. Yeah, totally. So, oh, this oh, this Dosevich, Dosevich comes out too. Yeah, well, they had Paul Heyman out there hyping up Lesnar, blah blah blah. Otis cuts it off, pretty lady, pretty lady, and then Tucker obviously backs him up. But I, like, how else would you have Heavy Machinery debut? Comedy spot, man. Shake like some weights. I, yeah. said, I said this, I said this like two weeks ago when they were coming out. Fat guys that like to eat and hang out. I'm all about it. This is a good way. To, this is a good way. You have to you have to think too. We're like us as the internet wrestling fans are not who they're trying to appeal to because we're not going to be spending the money. Of course, me and Brandon will be spending the money on WWE <laughs> Shop on these great shirts that we keep ordering. Um, but they're appealing to the young kids who are going to tell their parents, oh, hey, mom, I want a heavy machinery shirt because they're funny. Hey, mom, I, mean, you I just, want a you pretty just told, woman, too. You, you just told us about how Jordan mentioned his attraction to uh, Killian Day because of the beard. Hey, Mastiff. I mean, yeah, oh, sorry, uh, Mastiff because of the beard. You're gonna. I'm sure oh. if Jordan does see these guys alongside New Day you know, on SmackDown and going forward, he's going to think that they're very funny and – he but, may end up wanting a figure of them. But what would yeah. you have done? I, 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 what would I you have done differently here? Nothing. Not Nothing you. Not great. you. Dave. Dave was pissed about this segment. He groaned. Oh, no, I, I was pissed. You didn't listen to me at the end of it. The end, very end of it. It was awkward. What? What was After awkward? everything, the way that Alexa Bliss and Paul Heyman were left out there, um, it led. What did it lead into? The main event. Yeah, the way it led into the main event just seemed very awkward because you still had Alexa Bliss. And Paul Heyman, but he already on, finished up saying what he needed to say. I don't know. To me, it was awkward. But onto that main event, Universal Title on the line, number one contendership, Finn Balor picked up the victory over Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and John Cena. Yeah. Good match. Uh, then afterwards, John Cena puts Finn Balor over. He said, "Go get him." Yeah. Do we see the Demons versus the Beast at Royal Rumble? I they think... don't talk about the Demon that much anymore. That's I... the cool thing. When was the last time we saw the demon? Uh, it was against Baron Corbin. Oh yeah, a while ago. Yeah, 
I think in a perfect world, Finn Balor becomes champion at Royal Rumble as Finn Balor. And then goes on to WrestleMania where somehow Brock Lesnar, because it's Brock Lesnar, has a rematch clause built into his contract, even though they don't do the rematch clause stuff anymore. But it's in his contract. And he gets his rematch at WrestleMania. But also, Seth Rollins gets involved, maybe by winning the Royal Rumble or maybe some other way. So, and I want Balor to go over in general at WrestleMania. So you have the person he defeated at the Royal Rumble to win the title, and then you have the person he defeated at SummerSlam to first win the Universal Championship. So I think it'd be cool to like come full circle where he goes over both opponents at the same time. Maybe. No? Do you not mm-hmm. like that? Or? I don't know. I, I, I like This match is just weird to me because it's like... You want to give Finn Balor the rub, but and a lot of people want to see Finn Balor beat him because that'll just take his you know popularity to skyrocket. But I don't see Brock Lesnar losing to Finn Balor. I... What I read online is that Brock Lesnar asked for this match because he works better with smaller guys, as we saw with the AJ Styles match, as you saw with the Daniel Bryan match. So this could be like a good thing for Brock Lesnar. But then again, no one wants to see Brock Lesnar with the Universal Championship. I, I think that the, this match was totally great. I love the pairing of it. I like that you had a lot of new faces in this championship, Universal Championship scene. I mean, Finn Balor, yes, but it's been a while. Um, and I, I mean, John Cena, not really too new. But Drew McIntyre, Baron Corbin, not really used to being up there. And I I thought it was really a fun aspect because you had that veteranship of John Cena, WWE veteranship. And I really am excited for this Finn Balor victory. And I think that he may end up walking away as champion. I mean, I, I've said I it. I think la- I think last year I said it's that Brock Lesnar, when he loses that championship, it should be to a smaller guy. It should be to Finn Balor, Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, who one of those three smaller guys. That's who should defeat him because that's going to put them over even further. And it's not going to destroy Brock Lesnar because – you can't really destroy Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar is... Brock Lesnar destroys Brock Lesnar. Exactly. He's not going to be destroyed. He could lose a bunch of matches, but he's still Brock Lesnar, and people are still going to buy tickets. So I think that Finn Balor defeating Brock Lesnar is possible, and I think it's it's golden. I think it would lead to a lot. What about Balor defeating Rollins and Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania? What do you mean, triple threat match? Well, yeah. Did you not hear what I said? Uh, problem, I try to phase you out sometimes, Brandon. The problem with that aspect is that I feel like we get to we get a lot of triple threat matches for you, the championship. You can't have the Royal Rumble winner always go to WrestleMania and win. No, I I agree with you on that. I agree. But why are you throwing? So you're throwing Rollins in there with that entire uh yeah like maybe he wins the rumble or maybe like some so then why is lesnar in there then because he gets his automatic rematch clause built into his contract but rollins already had his triple threat match with lesnar so what does that mean they did it with reigns but i mean it's the same exact thing i don't know i i I wouldn't be i want a singles match well i don't think two singles matches would make sense I, I'm fine with it. 
I, th- I think that's like fine. Like you, you want to see, you want to see Balor Rumble. You should have a singles match. No, but if you say you want Balor to become the champion, yeah, then you want to see who faced Lesnar. Who's if facing was... Lesnar? Isn't Balor facing Lesnar? I'm saying who you exactly. who wins the Royal Rumble to face the champion? A SmackDown guy then? Oh, maybe. Maybe. Speaking of so SmackDown, yeah. SmackDown kicks off. Becky Lynch pulls up in a truck and uh, gets a quick little interview. She says she's going to go answer in the ring. Passes New Day, being a, absolutely appalled by Heavy Machinery, who's making the absolute worst-looking smoothie with pancakes, raw meat, eggs in the shell, and other stuff. Otis, and whites, baby. Otis drinks it, but raw eggs, shells? No. They clearly did the camera trick where they, Appar- where they changed it. No, but it. apparently people like people eat the shell of eggs. I assume they changed it then. But <laughs> I, I don't think that they changed. There was no. Yeah, like, no, they no, I, they cut away. They cut away significant oh, they did? amount of time to, to okay. switch it. But Otis drinks it, offers it to New New Day. They're like, no, absolutely not. Becky comes up, drinks. I it. loved. I loved. I loved Biggie's face during this. Like his reactions during the entire segment. That was great. Yeah. I thought that this was a fun way to have heavy machinery, have Becky Lynch, New Day. Also, uh, I liked uh, Xavier Woods when Becky Lynch came up. He unzipped his, he unzipped his shirt, and he was wearing the man shirt, too. <laughs> yeah. That was um, pretty cool. But, yeah, Becky Lynch came out for a promo to, uh, I mean, talk about hype and said that Asuka couldn't do the one thing that she's been doing for months, and that was beat Charlotte Flair. And uh, this leads, Asuka comes out, they, she gets in, in Becky's face, they're yelling, blah, blah, blah. They get cut off by the Iconics. And I thought this was going to turn into a tag team match. Becky challenges one of the Iconics, which was, I thought it was really good. And yeah. uh, Becky Lynch went on to defeat Peyton Royce. In a, in a, in a fun match. Yeah. And, and I like that Becky Lynch was in her... Backstage attire. I like that she wasn't in her ring attire. Do you mean street gear? Yeah, street gear. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and then uh, I, first of all, right off the bat, Becky went to shake Peyton Royce's hand and did the punch right to her throat that Chris, mm-hmm. I think, mentioned earlier on the show, which I thought was yeah. great. Which that's like basically a Tyler Bate almost move, the the bop yeah. and bing or whatever it's called. Um, but yeah, after the match, Asuka got like super pissed off. And challenge. I thought she was gonna like challenge Becky Lynch right then and there, but she challenges Billy Kay. Billy Kay tries to walk off. Oscar goes, grabs her, and uh, has, punches her too. She I'm has kidding. a match. She has a match and ends it way quicker than Becky Lynch did. So it was like an anything you can do, I can do better sort of situation. Yeah, so, I I was a fan of that entire Oscar being really annoyed at Becky Lynch. And I am such a mark for this entire feud of Becky versus Asuka. Yeah, it's it's been good. It's mm-hmm. been entertaining. Uh, next- AJ Styles comes out and uh, cuts the commercial right away. But the next time we see him, he's up in the up in the concession stands, near the concession stands, got a bunch of hot dogs laid out, uh, and gives away free merch. And hot dogs. And gets attacked. Talks, yeah. gets attacked by Daniel Bryan. Last week, Daniel Bryan gets covered in mustard on his shirt. This week, sweatshirt is all over his arm, all over his, his how, jeans. 
hot dogs all over him, said baby. Yeah. Yeah. I so, thought that this this entire segment was so much fun because you had uh, Daniel Bryan wearing all black hood up and just you see someone go right at AJ Styles while he's cutting the promo. And right away, you know, it's Daniel Bryan. Well, but nah, it's not just, if you're on commentary, you don't. No, oh, of course. <laughs> but I, I thought that it was a it was a great setup and it was a lot of fun. What I did, what I thought was weird was that Daniel Bryan remained on the ground kind of like selling all of it while AJ Styles was ready to keep on going. And then commentary was playing it up as if nobody's able to break them, separate the two of them because they're, they're going at it so crazy yet. Daniel Bryan's laying on the ground with nobody holding him down. Do you think their match is going to have some sort of stipulation to it? Yeah, I could start to see that a little bit. I don't know what kind of a stipulation. Hot dog, hot in your dog mouth. on a pole match. Yeah, a hot dog care. in your mouth <laughs> stipulation. There you hot go. Like, yeah. Well, I mean, after SmackDown, Daniel Bryan tweets out the whole thing about pigs being slaughtered for hot dogs, which, by the way, all beef all the way for me. I Ooh. wish I didn't say that. By sentence. the way, hot dogs are a sandwich. What's up? <laughs> which, by the way, mentioning beef, during that promo on <laughs> Monday Night Raw, <laughs> that promo on Monday Night Raw with Vince McMahon and all, all four men, he goes, Finn Balor, there's a lot of beef in this ring. And it's like, was he like, was he using the short form of beefcake? I think he was. It was really weird. <laughs> but I, th- I thought it was funny. And then also Daniel Bryan tweeted out something with, uh, with Poo and Piglet. Yeah. Where it's like, Piglet? Where it's like, oh, do you want to be slaughtered, Piglet? Or it's like, will my slaughter be humane? Well, Piglet, do you want to be slaughtered? No, Pooh. <laughs> And he goes, then it won't be humane. <laughs> the Brady voiceover hour, folks. Yeah. Uh, uh, next up, uh, Mustafa Ali and Samoa Joe didn't happen because Samoa Joe beat up Mustafa Ali on the entrance ramp. Um, brutal toss into the ring row. Uh, not the yeah, ring row, that, the ring post. Like the second time ring, around? I mean, oh that ring post God. spot. I, I, like, I, was, I was watching uh, SmackDown with my dad. And that spot happened. And we were both like, oh, that like. My dad was blown away by that spot, and it was just really cool to hear him, uh, how that hear that spot get over with him. And I'm like, that was a cool spot. Yeah, and Joe uh, said anyone who declares themselves champion, he's gonna hunt and put them to sleep. What I'm that, hoping and- is that at Royal Rumble, we're gonna see I'll, uh, Mustafa Ali eliminate Samoa Joe based off of this, and then maybe yeah, like the Undertaker Maven spot that they I- had. Yeah, maybe this will cause a small, a short feud between Ali and Joe. I, I based off of this beatdown, I just hope but, the hype uh, of Ali is not like gone. No, I, I think that that I hope that Ali hype is not gone as well. Because I don't see him being on SmackDown next week because of this. Okay, I can see that. Uh, again, I mean, he we only have next week, and then Royal Rumbles next Sunday. Yeah, so it's what? very possible not next Sunday. What what if he's held off next, until next Rumble? That's what I was gonna say. It's like he go he gets through this week of SmackDown. That's the twenty second. Boom, twenty seventh shows up at the Royal Rumble, eliminates Joe. I think that's a perfect idea for you. Yeah, and beautiful. You. Beautiful, beautiful. Let's get on to the next match, which may be uh, maybe in my pick for uh, a top contender for match of the year. Yep, do, sorry, Kenny Omega and Tanahashi. Do, do you uh, want the bumper? <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's throw the bumper in here right now because it's my match of the week. Hit the bumper. Chris's match of the week. Chris's match of the week. Yep, that's right, ladies and gentlemen. This next match is my match of the week with Andrade. Well, 
Andrade Cien Almas, but now oh. his new name is Andrade, which oh. I, I another person, oh. the full, full victim. <laughs> Up the victory over Rey Mysterio. This match was incredible. They did the Canadian Destroyer spot. The crucifix bomb was that dope. That was awesome. Um, oh, that was sick. Dude, the it the, the Hurricane Rana off the apron to the outside. Jeez Louise. I mean, I, I can't say was, anything about this. Yeah, I, and I love I love the Zelina Vega factor playing into here too. And it was such a fun match to watch. I just want to go on the record and say I do not accept the name change. He's okay. still Cien Almas to me. It was very, very annoying. I was getting a little furious during this because they must have said Andrade maybe 30 times during this match. To, almost as they to drill it into our heads that his name is no longer Andrade Cien Almas. I'm still going to call him Almas. Thank God for Corey Graves for slipping up and calling him Almas in that match. I, I don't get the name change. I don't accept it at all. It makes no sense. Yeah. yeah, I don't understand why they would go with this solo name either. Or I don't, I don't know why they would just not go with, Al, Al, with Almas. Yeah. Uh, unless, they, I don't know if they were getting sued or something over it or something. I don't, I don't, I don't understand but, the name change. I'm still calling him Andrade Cien Almas. Yeah. I fully but overall, expect everybody on Twitter to. Bravo, this match is great. Yeah, this match was amazing. Rey Mysterio is. Yeah, that's, that's another thing too that I was thinking about. Um, it's like, he's been in the game for so long, he's always advanced his style and changed, changed it up, and he's, like, still crushing it. Yeah. Like, I, great. I want to know why his mask said mask on it. Yeah, I, I saw know. that, too. I saw that, too. I was going to tweet it, but did I was just like, tights, I don't want to, but I'm happy you did. Did his tights say tights? Did his gloves say gloves? Did his boots say boots? I don't get it. Underwear say underwear on them. I don't. That know. sounds like a book. It said Ray Mysterio. Yeah, <laughs> it does. Uh, but yeah, it's a fantastic match. I next in the series. I hope for an Iron Man match. Not Something. happening. I I uh, wish. You never know. I mean, last I week on, last week on the show we said we want to see Andrade Cien Almas versus, or maybe we just said Andrade versus Ray Mysterio, and they're like, "Well, Mark now wants Andrade. Let's change his name to just Andrade." And would give him Andrade versus Rey Mysterio. So here, here I'm putting it into the atmosphere. WWE, if you're listening to this, Iron Man match, please. Let's go. That. All got, right, that, next top rope, next top rope hammerlock. Yeah, great. Yeah, it was sick. Next up, we have the uh, most watched segment of all of SmackDown, which goes to this whole feud between Jimmy Uso and Mandy, Mandy Rose. Apparently, she's been trying to seduce him. She gave the hotel card to Jimmy to meet her at his hotel. He walks in, and she's dressed in black negligee. Which, by the way, she was wearing more clothes there. And she was wearing fishnets. She was wearing more clothes there than she, what she wrestles in. I know. Well, regardless, that's 3 com slash marking out. She tried to seduce him. He went to go touch her. He went to go back her off, and it looked like he might have been trying to grope her. <laughs> and a random photographer runs in. What the what? <laughs> yeah, it. I what what I didn't get was the entire. It's like running one door, run out the other door. More like, what is that, dude? Why would he not just like? I get how it ends. I get how the segment ends, but why wouldn't he just like not go? We could well, have just had just, him not. Yeah, yeah it was just clearly not set went. up, but. 
Well, yeah, it was a setup with him and Naomi the entire time. More importantly, a fan tweeted us and said, uh, it would have been funny if Jimmy gave the key to Otis. <laughs> I, <did. laughs> I thought that was I thought that was hysterical. I thought that would have been hilarious. I agree with you. I, I wish that happened. Part of me when Jimmy walks in and he kept going, My wife. My wife. I was like, Oh, maybe that's Jay. <laughs> but yeah, so Jimmy leaves, Naomi comes in, attacks, Mandy Rose gets the upper hand. Yeah. This, this again, this spawns from a match thing that that Paige made that uh, was canceled. That's very true. Have you that actually listened to Mandy's theme music? Mandy, is that what you're talking about? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wait, whisper it a little bit lower. I'm all right. But <laughs> up next, the <laughs> Miz. Miz had a birthday party for Shane O'Mac. Gave his a sick pair party. of uh... Jordans. <laughs> Jordans. Uh, but yeah, the bar comes out, asks basically, why, why weren't we invited? Why didn't Vince McMahon get invited? Basically roasting the fact that he was and he didn't want to show up to the birthday party. But uh, this sets up. Shane basically accepts a match on behalf of Miz. Miz, I'm not in street clothes. I mean, I'm, I'm not in wrestling gear. Well, I had to do that when, when we had the best in the world, Miz. So it sets up Sheamus versus Miz. Miz picking up that victory. And it's like, as soon as you see cake in WWE, <laughs> you know something is going to happen there. You know something. There's like one instance where they had cake on TV and it didn't happen. Like they actually had the cake or nothing happened to it or whatever. In this instance, I was kind of behind it because it was kind of cool. Like during the match, Cesaro went through it because uh, I, I think Shane McMahon put him through the table. Yeah, not mistaken. And then afterwards, after Miz won, he won with a quick roll up. Sheamus attacks Miz. Shane makes the save, and they both toss him into the corner for coast to coast. Turns out Miz wants a cake to cake. puts puts the cake down like a what was a Van Terminator? Yeah, but the cake was the wrong direction. Yeah, that's a he put he put his over the place. He put he put his shoe into the cake instead of the cake into Sheamus. So I, I think they should be a fun tag team as as champions. Yeah. Yeah. So that was uh, SmackDown. I thought it was a fun SmackDown. I yeah. enjoyed it. I'm, I'm really enjoying, like, them just placing all these new call-ups just random places. Well, like the whole Nikki Cross thing in the background before Rey Mysterio went out for his match. Come play, uh, Samoa I'll play jo- with you, Rey. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, EC3 just flexing in a mirror and Samoa Joe's in the yeah. back. While Samoa Joe's in the back. Lacey it was great. Evans watching the Iconics versus uh, Asuka and Becky. Yeah, I still love the name of her finisher, the woman's right. Oh, it's so great. I, I think um, I lost my thought, so never mind. Wow. Oh, I was, oh, I was going to say I, I like the, the whole like backstage segue things where it's like you never know who you can run into. And we've been getting that more and more each week where it's like how Strowman ran into the Singh brothers, tossed him, runs into uh, Elias. It or on the flip side, with, yeah, with Becky Lynch running into New Day and, and Otis. It's like... It reminds me of a video game. It reminds me of like a movie. So it's it's, it's really uh really really cool. But really good show. Really good show. Uh, anyway, a couple of quick uh, outside the ring stuff before we hit to shameless plugs. Um, injury wise, there's been a bunch of injuries announced this week. Ring of Honor wise, Chris Sabin and Flip, Flip Gordon 
have uh, injured themselves last week at the Ring of Honor events. Uh, both believe to be some sort of knee injuries. We'll get some clarification coming up in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and NXT's Dakota Kai injured her ACL, which will require surgery, which is a dang shame because she was at the uh, the focal point of that NXT, uh, not just the UK division, but also the NXT America division, if yeah. that's a thing. I mean, I but, guess yeah. you could just say NXT. Yeah, you could just say yeah, NXT. Yeah, it's very unfortunate about all those. I mean... And I think, like, Flip Gordon, I think he'll be back this soonest out of all of them because I think he just has his brain. Yeah, I think it's an MCL sprain, I think. Yeah, I think Chris, MCL, Chris so Saban needs surgery. Yeah, Saban's going to have to have, I think, MCL surgery. Jeez. Oh, or sick. ACL surgery. One of the I think it was ACL. I think yeah. you're right about that. Um, uh, last piece of news. Uh, Trevor Lee, we talked about it on the show. Apparently, he's supposed to be the next class of people going into the Performance Center. Uh, this past weekend at a CWF Mid-Atlantic show, he announced that he has signed a contract with WWE, uh, and he'll be reporting soon. So, congratulations to Trevor Lee, and I think Matt Hardy broke the news also on uh, his uh, Twitter. Yeah, Sh- Shane, uh, Sugar Shane Helms, uh, the Hurricane, was there as well. Um, is Trevor Lee associated to that Omega group? Yeah, his, his father. father was his father that passed this past year was a part of that Omega group, and he kind of like grew up within that circle. So they kind uh, of that's why Shane was his manager in Impact. That's right, and Andrew Everett also. Okay, yeah. man. I, wait, why? Why Everett? He's a he's one. Of, he was one of those CWF uh, Mid Atlantic guys. He was chief a kid for the longest yeah, no, time. I, I, so I, like, he's a North, he's a North Carolina boy. I didn't. I didn't know if it was an Omega directly. I don't. I'm not too sure about That's that. Cool. Don't quote me on that. So, huh. so even though we we mentioned Shane Strickland before, maybe he is going to be part of the new class as well. Yeah, because he said he's a free agent this week. But and uh, ACH too. But ACH is going to be wrestling PWG, I think, this weekend. And then I think he's facing off against somebody at AI, A, AIW mm-hmm. coming up. If don't, correct. I think that he may be the champion over there. So if, no, if he's he starts, not. he's not. He lost. Uh, he lost. Uh, Sammy Callahan's the champion over there. He beat oh yeah. The, over the the holiday break, but um, Andrew Everett was trained by the Hardys. There wow. we go. Okay. There it is. How, do you, like, the, how do you like uh, Mantar returning to the ring? Oh yeah. Did you see that, Dave? Yeah, I, I saw someone tweeted out the gl- the greatest cluster. Bob Backlund is Mantar <laughs> is the first. Uh, I like, I like how Joey said, like, there's no way you're going to guess this. And somebody guessed it. He goes, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> and I think the person sweet was like, I'm just going to toss out Mantar because it's super random and be awesome. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. That's, it's like the third. There's been two shows and that's the second show. It's going to be wild. All right. That's it for uh, Outside the Ring stuff because we kind of covered a bunch of the Outside the Ring stuff while talking about the world of sports entertainment, let's stop right here and let's get to Shameless Plugs. Shameless Plugs. That's right, it's Shameless Plugs. Then the crowd goes wild. <laughs> there you go, yes, yes. Dave, yeah. Dave, Dave. Dave. Yes. Calm down. Dave the rave, Dave the... <sighs> okay, okay, come on. You're going to get me to blush. Okay, come, come on. Calm down there. All right, so make sure you go check out <laughs> Jungle Boy. Uh, he is, uh, you may know him from G- GCW. He's also Luke Perry's son. And he's uh, also the latest signee to AEW. Yeah, so go give oh, him really? a follow. Yeah. yeah. Give him a follow at boy underscore myth underscore legend. Yeah, I didn't know that he was Luke Perry's son. Well, that blew up on the internet when Luke Perry showed up to an indie show. 
Oh, no, didn't we say that because, like, David Pro- Arquette was there? Yeah, he did a production company, I thought. I don't know. Yeah, no, oh, no. Luke, Perry, Luke Perry's son was on an event, and, like, TMZ is going, like, Luke Perry shows up at wrestling events, sitting in the stands, watching his son, who's apparently an Indian Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. I, I know what Chris is talking about. That was for the boy? Chris is talking about the Nick uh, Nick Gage match because, but maybe Jack uh, Jungle Boy was there too. Yeah. Um, also, make sure you go check it out. Sammy Guevara at Sammy Guevara. He also has a YouTube show that you should go check out. It's him doing a vlog all over the place. YouTube.com slash Sammy Guevara and visit SammyGuevara.com. Purchase his t-shirts, all of his merch, and yeah. Also, Mortal Kombat is such a classic game. Uh, unfortunately, I did not play it at Barcade, but you'll never guess it. Ronda Rousey, she is going to be doing the voice of Sonya Blade in the new Mortal Kombat 11 game. It was kind of leaked leaked news that she's going to be here and uh, the reason why, but now it's all official. They had the big press event today. Um, Rousey, I believe, was there. You had Xavier Woods, Kofi Kingston, uh, Zelina Vega, Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, they were all there, excited yeah. for it. I know people complain on the internet because uh, it takes them out of the video game that a celebrity is doing the voice of the character. I could understand that. I had no it... idea even that there were voiceovers in a Mortal Kombat game. I think but, I played. But... I, I played. I played it maybe once. But I mean, in video games overall, you do have voiceover actors that are that have been prominent. Uh, celebrities. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, uh, I think it's until dark. Uh, you had a few. You had like Hayden Panettiere, uh, voicing, doing the voiceover. But I don't know. Well, I, I'm, well, that, I'm, in that game, she was like face model as well. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this is just right she's just doing the voiceover. Yeah, I, I think that those fans are just a little bit salty. Yeah, it's but, cool, and it's cool because. WWE champion Ronda Rousey is associated with Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat's hot right now, so is Rousey. Yeah. Well, since Chris already talked, Chris already spoke about his match of the week. Hey, Brandon, any shoutouts? Listen to Brandon's shoutouts because when there are shoutouts, <laughs> there's honey. The Rock Show on NBC, the Titan Games, definitely mentioned it before on this sh- on this show. Uh, but it's getting the first shout out. It's now uh, this is the third week it's airing, and I didn't expect to like it as much as I did. Uh, I thought I would like watch the first episode and then be like, "Yeah, well, I'm not gonna watch the rest." But I watched it. Robbie E was on last week. He lost. Spoiler alert. But uh, I think it's a really cool concept for the show. I forget his whole the whole get. Did you see his whole? I I spoke about this in the show. The whole Robert Strauss gimmick that he was doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. He did. So great. All right. Sorry, Brandon. Continue. Uh, Umberto Carrillo gets the second shout out. Uh, he's a nephew of Hector Garza, and now he's on Two Hundred Five Live. He was signed to NXT. Um, he lost to Buddy Murphy this week, but it was a really good match. Uh, he's going to be in that. Do we mention that or no? That he's going to be in the Worlds Collide? No. Nah. We, we mentioned it last week. Dave mentioned it last week, but they took his name out, and now they put it back in. Yeah, we didn't We didn't correct it, so, yeah, we, we mentioned it. Yeah, <laughs> so he's officially in now. Uh, and then last shout-out is not a shout-out. It's an anti-shout-out, which Woo-hoo! it's a shared anti-shout-out. I don't think I've ever done this before, but two things this week really annoyed me. 
One being that stupid egg on Instagram. I love it. You don't even go on Instagram. It does not matter because it was all over Twitter and Facebook. Did you see the Mike Tyson one? Yes, I did. Great. I saw Funko Funko tweeted out saying, is this real or not? Uh, And and the other shared anti-shout-out goes to the movie Glass. Uh, the, the egg on did Instagram. Eric, Dave, Dave, did Eric text you today and say he's going to see Glass tonight at 10.15? Do you want to come? No, no. Oh, he texted me. I don't even know what it is. I don't even care. I was like, hey, man, like, I appreciate it, but, you know. Yeah, it's, I'm it's, not a big fan of going to the movies. It's, a tril- it's, oh, it's the on. third movie in a trilogy of an M. Night Shyamalan series. Shyamalan. And it's been, like, 20 years since the first one came out. But the egg on Instagram is the most liked picture. It makes zero sense. It's dumb. And Glass, Good. the reason why Glass is getting an anti-shout-out is because maybe every other, maybe five minutes, every five minutes on Monday Night Raw, we had a pop-up for Glass that pops up and says, go see the movie Glass. This match is sponsored by Glass. The one time we didn't have Glass mentioned on Monday Night Raw was when they cut away to, to feature Golden Crisp cereal. It was so annoying. It was ridiculous. I'm not going to see Glass based off of the, the, the fact that it was mentioned way too many times on Monday Night Raw. All right. The end. I'm, the end. <laughs> now and it's time be- for... For... Our... <laughs> moment of the week. Is right our mark out moment of the week. Uh, for me, I'm gonna throw out three things right off the bat. Uh, after NXT UK TakeOver Blackpool aired, they aired a Nigel McGuinness documentary. And I've watched it yet. It's so good. It's a it's really, really good. I recommend everybody here listening to to go watch it. Um Maria Kanellis, they they showed off her entrance for WW2K19. The DLC pack comes out next Tuesday, or this coming Tuesday. Mm-hmm. She has her her old theme song with legs like that, which I'm so happy. Which means not only do Mike and Maria Kanellis have their awesome, uh, their awesome whatever the love theme song is. Yeah, she has her awesome theme song, and I'm pumped for that. That's awesome. Everything about that is awesome. Drink every time I say awesome. <laughs> Glass movie, sponsored by Glass Movie. And then I'm going to say the video footage of R Truth and Carmella at WWE headquarters that they released this week was hilarious. And nice. I popped for that. They had they went into one room at the at the studios and uh Corey Graves was sleeping there. He goes, oh. uses curse words, but he's uh he's like, Oh, I, I'm on every show, like I need to sleep. Like if I live here. I'm on every I, show. I, uh... I actually have to watch the R Truth Carmella thing. It was it was really funny. Carmella, Carmella, Bremont, Bremont. Yeah. So, do you guys have any mark out moments of the week? Um, I've kind of been marking out because there's been a lot of uh, new aggressive music out in the past week or so, and it's made me very excited. Uh, last Friday, I got a new song from this band that I've listened to for a long time called Johnny Booth. Uh, it's awesome. I, oh, that's Adam. Well, he's not in the band anymore. Oh, awkward. No, no, but it's awesome. But they, they, they carry on his lineage, and they're still doing it and still crushing it. Um, Norm Jean released the new music last Friday, and then 
Yesterday, this band, that uh, another Long Island band, Moontooth, uh, released some new music off of their new album that's going to come out in March, uh, and it's awesome. And I'm really stoked about uh, new music this year. You know, speaking of new music, I know it came out last year or maybe years, years ago. I don't even remember. Uh, but that that song that Triple H announced by Poppy for the... You're still talking dude, about Dude, it's stuck in my head. And I don't know if there's like some sort of mathematical equation that went into that <laughs> song to make it stuck, be stuck in my head. But like... Could be. Jesus, man. It's yeah. really stuck. It's, it's I, crazy. I, I totally marked out for Ring of Honor announcing that they have signed international star Rush. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's big news. Yeah, big exclusive news. Ring of Honor contract. Rush is now with Ring of Honor. Crazy. I, I totally marked out for that. So you, you also marked out for something else, David. Ooh, help me out, please. <laughs> this is what we were at show notes. Um, a certain show is coming back with uh, a bunch of certain people on it. Oh, yeah, live- yeah, yeah. The, not The Bachelor. <laughs> It's um, it's Big yeah, Fat Brother. Bachelor. It's celebrity. Fat Bachelor is back, folks. No, Fat Bachelor never existed, and it's and it's and it's BC, and it's not too sweet. <laughs> what is it called? It's uh, Big, Big Brother. Celebrity Big Brother. Yeah, US Celebrity US Big edition. Brother because Eva Marie is going to be on it. Mooch. You think she'll ever come back to WWE? No. no people people she... were very pissed. I I don't know if they were suggesting maybe she signed with AEW. Or whether or not she come back to WWE, but I I read some things recently on the internet where people were furious over the thought of her coming back, and I think <laughs> towards the end of her WWE career, she was getting better. And she the only reason when they gave her like when she had that whole run where it's like she didn't come out because she hurt her ankle well, or that, something like that, yeah. I thought that was good to get a lot of good GP. No, but but after that, that even in NXT, no, yeah, all, all of that I think was. With that entire, she can't wrestle in this and that and prolonging all of that. The whole... I think that she really, hold on, I think that she improved so much to the point where me and Brandon Nobody were talking cares. about last year. We said that she could win the Women's Royal Rumble and be a huge heel. The oh whole, my God. The whole reason it. why people are pissed It'd be pissed like WCW off. back in the, the she... late 90s where people throw stuff in the ring. But no, Dude, the reason why so people... Much, she gets so much heat. Yeah, and the only reason why she gets that heat is because... People are dumb, and they associate her very, literally her very first match, where she was not trained enough, or yeah. at all, even maybe on on Monday Night Raw, with how she evolved. Yeah, no, I, just, I I think that she has evolved a ton since that that match. I mean, look at Brie and Nikki. Yeah. I mean, they took it to that awesome. one eighty. And also. I going back to Big Brother. I just want to see Scaramucci get <laughs> eliminated the first week. <laughs> That's the only reason I want to watch it because I just want to see him lose. I want him to like be embarrassed. More importantly, is Tom Green going to do some weird stuff with Eva Marie? Oh, uh, maybe. <laughs> do I really have to? Start? I, and Rachel's not awake right now. She, she can't hear me saying I might just actually have to watch this. Dude. <laughs> Or maybe we should do, like, the Eva Marie report with Rachel. She can talk about what happened on Big Brother this week. I mean, I'll yeah, be right? watching. I know that for a fact. Right, so do you, do you, maybe you and Rachel want to do big, your own segment on the show? Big, big Brother. I got I, – dude, I, I never – I never, ever watched Big Brother. And then two seasons ago, it was literally – it was just – I was flipping through the channels and I saw – I was like, oh, with, well. Uh, or whatever – Judas, whatever his name was? No. Okay. Are, are you talking you know, about – the the guy from NXT, or was uh, he was he signed for NXT? I oh, thought so. He's Luchasaurus now. 
Oh, Judas, Judas Draven? Yes. Yeah, what about him? He was, he was on Big Brother. Brother. Oh, interesting. But, yeah, I, but I was flipping through the channels, and I saw it. I was like, yeah, I know a lot of people watch it. I'll tune in. And I know Silva watched it, so I was like texting <laughs> he's, back he's and forth. Live yeah, I would text back and forth with him, and then I was hooked there, and I would stay, stay up all night watching the celebrity, the, the Big Brother After Dark, because that aired live. And then, and then Discord came along, and oh. Brandon just uh, forgot. Yeah, and then I would have to choose whether or not to watch Celebrity Big Brother. Or, oh, no. <laughs> uh, but I'm kind of – I don't know if I want Scaramucci out first or Dina Lohan. Oh, uh, yeah, please ooh. no Dina Lohan. <laughs> oh, that's hard. Yeah. Oh, no, Dina Lohan or Scaramucci – no, I'm sorry. Scaramucci is a big, bigger piece of human garbage. But Dina Lohan was using Lindsay's card, her, her, her Carvel uh. black card that they entrusted in her. To get free Carvel whenever she <laughs> wanted. All the things that she did. It was the Carvel black card. That woman needs like so much therapy. I don't, did we ever say this on the show? How one of our so Lindsay Lohan for a period of time went to the same high school as I did, and like our associated group of friends. Which is funny and... because Ryder's not the fam- most famous person from the high school. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, because we had Ben and Jerry went to our my high school. Oh, really. They started at my high school and then oh, went wow. to move to Vermont. And then also um, Amy Fisher? Oh, no, Amy yeah. Fisher was for me. Amy no, Fisher was no she, she went to my school also. Really? I thought she yeah. went to Belmont. No, she went to Calhoun. No, she's South Merrick. I know, but maybe she went for drama. Like every South Merrick kid that wanted to be in Calhoun. But anyway, so regardless, that's for prosandtees.com slash market up our shirts, please. Wait, um, who did you say? Or, uh, Amy talking... Fisher. She's yeah. not she's not listed here. Really? Yeah, I think she's Belmore. All right, well anyway. Um, <laughs> Debbie so... Gibson is though. De- yeah. yeah. Gibson. Steve Grilly. Steve Grilly. From uh Tigers, Blue Jays. Jared's really. Oh, yeah, Jared's. Um, what was his name in BCW? Trent Steele. Trent Steele, yeah. Uh, a kid, he's on Broadway. He's on Broadway and off-Broadway and stuff like that. Was our Vince McMahon in Backyard Championship Wrestling. But going back to Lindsay Lohan, so she went to my high school for a rough period of time, um, and she cursed out one of our friends three separate times. One time, he's standing on the lunch line right behind her, and he looks at her and just goes, so, hey, what's going on? And she looks at him and goes, Bob Backlund, you! And then walks <laughs> away. And then there was one time we saw her walking down the street in front of my friend's house, and he screams at the window, Hey, isn't that that Bob Backlund, Lindsay Lohan? She starts <laughs> turning around in the street, you know, flipping the bird off. This is back when she was, like, what, 15? It's like Parent Trap-ish. Like, yeah. after the Parent Trap, yeah. Before she became a real... You know, uh, Bob partier. partier, a real Bob, a real partier. Yeah, and I forget, party I forget, Marty. I forget what the third time was, but anyway, I, I, yeah, think, so I think I saw her dad at a restaurant once. She, uh, and Dina, Dina used to come into the restaurant I work at all the time, and, and people I, were like, "Oh my I, god, I, Dina Lohan's here!" I'm like, "Oh my god, I don't care." <laughs> yeah. I definitely, I think I went to a party with uh, Michael Lohan, the son. Oh, I thought you meant the father. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, um, and I, I didn't yeah. go with him. He just happened to be so, there. <laughs> are we all watching Celebrity Big Brother now? I'm in. I think so. <laughs> yeah, so I think it's, it starts what Monday. 
It does? I think either Monday or Sunday. Uh, it's definitely not Sunday. Because I'm not going to... Maybe it's Monday. Oh, damn it. Celebrity Big Brother starts on... Uh, this... Ooh, that says February 7th. That doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, that's, that's that's this first season. Oh, the first season. When does it start it's, now? Because... Yeah, Monday the 21st. Oh, man. Oh, man. So we're going we're gonna to have to talk about it next week on the pod? It, and it's... Oh, no. Most importantly... I'm not going to be here next week on the podcast. All right. Most importantly, it's a Monday through uh, Sunday basic thing where it's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Yeah, no, we're not doing this. Maybe... Well, <laughs> well no. I, 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 I will I, be I, watching I Celebrity Big Brother. I'm saying that as a fact. I will be watching <laughs> Celebrity Big Brother. Okay. I, 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 once Rachel wakes up, I'll say, hey, listen... Brandon's going to be watching Celebrity Big Brother. We need. I don't want to do a full segment where I can update you guys with Natalie Marie or whatever her name is. Natalie Marie. Watch. I, 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 I'm up for watching. I'm, what I am, I'm very excited for next week. I'm, I'm not going to be able to record with you guys, but I'm going down to so Washington. excited to not record. <laughs> yeah, I'm going down to Washington, D.C. to this uh, national conference for physical therapy called CSM. You'll have so, to give us your predictions. Every, every match for uh, oh, NXT man. TakeOver Phoenix is out. Yeah, I'm going to have to give predictions and everything. I'm going to have to submit them. Yeah, and I guess I'll just do shame. Uh, well, you know what? Maybe we'll replace shameless plugs next week with Natalie Murray watch. <laughs> <laughs> we could have like an entire like uh, TMZ kind of uh, um, a- intro to it. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah, no, well, I can produce that. But it's just like I'm looking at my schedule for next week, too. Man, I'm like. You're all booked. I'm booked. booked. I'm, I'm the reverse. Yeah, he's actually doing tricks. You're booked. Yeah, that's it. So anyway, yeah, but that's all, that, I always say it's better than better than be fully booked than not at all. I, I if if I don't, I'm sure you're the same way. If you didn't have anything, okay, we get it. Fans want to stop listening already. <laughs> and that is episode 415. Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate your support. Uh, support. support? What, what is that? It's support. <laughs> He means support, folks. Support. Go check out markandout.com, Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, go buy a t-shirt, prowrestlingtees.com, slash markandout. Check us on YouTube, youtube.com, slash markandout11. Go like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Buy the t-shirt. But back to Twitter, at markandout, at bttg161, at chriswingdog, at davidray, underscore mo. Did I get everything? Facebook.com slash marking out, YouTube.com slash marking out 11, Pro Arts and Tees. We wish you, we wish you the, the yeah. best luck in your future endeavors. Have a fantastic week. Oh.